Shalom and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible every year, following the weekly Torah portions. And we read, besides the Torah, also every day from the prophets, the writings, and the apostles, or the New Testament. And I am Harriet, I will be your reader today. And today we have Monday the 21st of August, or the 4th of Elul, on the Hebrew calendar. It is day 5 of repentance, of the days of repentance leading up to Yom Kippur, or the Day of Atonement. The parasha this week is called Ki Tetze, and that means when you go out. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Deuteronomy, or Dvarim, chapter 21, verse 22, through chapter 22, and verse 7. Before we start reading the scriptures, I would like to first say that last Monday, I think it was, I told you um, that we had a surprise, a very exciting news to give you this week. And now finally, we can give it to you. And um, if you stay on in the end, I will share about it. For now, just let's bless the Lord together and thank Him for His word before we start reading the scriptures. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start from Deuteronomy 21, verse 22. If a man has committed a sin worthy of death, and he is put to death, and you hang him on a tree, his body shall not remain all night on the tree, but you shall surely bury him the same day, for he who is hanged is accursed of God. Do not defile your land, which the Lord your God gives you for an inheritance. You shall not see your brother's ox or his sheep go astray and hide yourself from them. You shall surely bring them again to your brother. If your brother is not near to you, or if you do not know him, then you shall bring it home to your house, and it shall be with you, until your brother comes looking for it, and you shall restore it to him. So you shall do with his donkey, so you shall do with his garment, so you shall do with every lost thing of your brother's, which he has lost and you have found. You may not hide yourself. You shall not see your brother's donkey or his ox fallen down by the way and hide yourself from them. You shall surely help him to lift them up again. A woman shall not wear men's garment. Neither shall a man put on women's clothing, for whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord your God. If you come across a bird's nest on the way, in any tree or on the ground, with young ones or eggs, and the hen sitting on the young, or on the eggs, you shall not take the hen with the young. You shall surely let the hen go, but the young you may take for yourself, that it may be well with you, and that you may prolong your days. That was Deuteronomy twenty one twenty two through twenty two seven. 
Now our portion from the prophets. We have started reading in the prophets Hosea or Hosea. And today we will read chapter 9 and 10. Do not rejoice, O Israel, to jubilation like the nations, for you were unfaithful to your God. You love the wages of a prostitute at every grain threshing floor. The threshing floor and the wine press will not feed them, and the new wine will fail her. They will not dwell in the land of the Lord, but Ephraim will return to Mitzrayim, and they will eat unclean food in Assyria. They will not pour out wine offerings to the Lord, neither will they be pleasing to him. Their sacrifices will be to them like the bread of mourners. All who eat of it will be polluted. For their bread will be for their appetite. It will not come into the house of the Lord. What will you do in the day of solemn assembly and in the day of the feast of the Lord? For behold, they have gone away from destruction. Mitzrayim will gather them up. Memphis will bury them. Nettles will possess their pleasant things of silver. Thorns will be in their tents. The days of punishment have come. The days of reckoning have come. Let Israel know. The prophet is a fool. The man of spirit is mad. Because of the multitude of your iniquity and great hatred. Ephraim is a watchman with my God, a prophet. A fowler's snare is on all of his ways, and enmity in the house of his God. They have deeply corrupted themselves, as in the days of Gibeah. He will remember their iniquity. He will punish them for their sins. I found Israel like grapes in the wilderness. I saw your fathers as the first ripe in the fig tree at its first season. But they came to Baal Peor and consecrated themselves to the shameful thing and became abominable like that which they loved. As for Ephraim, their glory will fly away like a bird. There will be no birth, no one with child, and no conception. Though they bring up their children, yet I will bereave them so that not a man shall be left. Indeed, Woe also to them when I depart from them. I have seen Ephraim, like Tyre, planted in a pleasant place, but Ephraim will bring out his children to the murderer. Give them, Lord, what will you give? Give them a miscarrying womb and dry breasts. All their wickedness is in Gilgal, for there I hated them. Because of the wickedness of their deeds, I will drive them out of my house. I will love them no more. All their princes are rebels. Ephraim is struck. Their root has dried up. They will bear no fruit. Even though they will give birth, yet I will kill the beloved ones of their womb. My God will cast them away because they did not listen to him, and they will be wanderers among the nations. Israel is a luxuriant wine that produces his fruit. According to the abundance of his fruit, he has multiplied his altars, as their land has prospered. 
they have adorned their sacred stones. Their hearts is divided, now they will be found guilty. He will demolish their altars, and he will destroy their sacred stones. Surely now they will say, We have no king, for we do not fear the Lord. And the king, what can he do for us? They make promises, swearing falsely in making covenants. Therefore judgment springs up like poisonous weeds in the furrows of the field. The inhabitants of Shomron will be in terror for the calves of Beth Aven, for its people will mourn over it, along with its priests who rejoiced over it, for its glory, because it has departed from it. It also will be carried to Assyria for a present to a great king. Ephraim will receive shame, and Israel will be ashamed of his own counsel. Shomron and her king float away, like a twig on the water. The high places also of Aven, the sin of Israel, will be destroyed. Thorn and thistle will come up on their altars. They will tell the mountains, cover us, and the hills, fall on us. Israel, you have sinned from the days of Gibeah, there they remained. The battle against the children of iniquity does not overtake them in Gibeah. When it is my desire, I will chastise them, and the nations will be gathered against them when they are bound to their two transgressions. Ephraim is a trained heifer that loves to thresh, so I will put a yoke on her beautiful neck. I will set a rider on Ephraim. Yehuda will plow, and Yaakov will break his clods. Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap according to kindness, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord, until he comes and rains righteousness on you. You have plowed wickedness, you have reaped iniquity, you have eaten the fruit of lies, for you trusted in your way, in the multitude of your mighty men. Therefore a battle roar will arise among your people, and all your fortresses will be destroyed, as Shalman destroyed Beth Arbel in the day of battle. The mother was dashed in pieces with her children. So Bethel will do to you because of your great wickedness. At daybreak the king of Israel will be destroyed. That was Hosea chapters 9 and 10. Now we have our portion from the writings and we will leave, read from 2nd Chronicles chapter 3 today or Divrei Hayamim Bet chapter 3. Then Shlomo began to build the house of the Lord at Jerusalem on Mount Moriah where the Lord appeared to David his father which he prepared in the place that David had appointed, on the threshing floor of Orland the Jebusite. He began to build on the second day of the second month, in the fourth year of his reign. These are the foundations which Shlomo laid for building the house of God. The length by cubits after the first measure was sixty cubits, and the width twenty cubits. 
The porch that was in front, its length according to the width of the house, was twenty cubits, and the height one hundred twenty. And he overlaid it within with pure gold. He made a larger room with a ceiling of cypress wood, which he overlaid with fine gold, and ornamented it with palm trees and chains. And he decorated the house with precious stones for beauty, The gold was gold from Parvaim. He also overlaid the house, the beams, the thresholds, its walls and its doors with gold, and he engraved Krovim on the walls. He made the holy of holies. Its length, according to the width of the house, was twenty cubits, and its width twenty cubits, and he overlaid it with fine gold, Accounting, amounting to six hundred talents. The weight of the nails were fifty shekels of gold. He overlaid the upper rooms with gold. In the Holy of Holies he made two kovim by carving, and they overlaid them with gold. The wings of the kovim were twenty cubits long. The wing of the one was five cubits, reaching to the wall of the house, and the other wing was five cubits, reaching to the wing of the other cheruv. The wing of the other cheruv was five cubits, reaching to the wall of the house, and the other wing was five cubits, joining to the wing of the other cheruv. The wings of these kovim spread themselves out twenty cubits. They stood on their feet, and their faces were toward the house. He made the parochet of blue, purple, crimson, and fine linen, and ornamented it with kovim. Also, he made before the house two pillars of twenty-five, excuse me, thirty-five cubits height, and the capital that was on the top of each of them was five cubits. He made chains in the inner sanctuary and put them on the top of the pillars. And he made one hundred pomegranates and put them on the chains. He set up the pillars before the temple, one on the right hand and the other on the left, and called the name of that on the right hand Yachin, and the name of the one on the left Boaz. That was Second Chronicles chapter 3. Now we have arrived at our final reading, the Apostolic Writings, and we will read Hebrews chapter 2 today. Therefore we ought to pay greater attention to the things that were heard, lest perhaps we drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just penalty, how will we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first, having been spoken through the Lord, was confirmed to us by those who heard? God also testifying with them, both by signs and wonders, by various works of power and by gifts of the Ruach HaKodesh, according to his own will. For he did not subject the Olam Haba, of which we speak, to angels, 
But one has somewhere testified, saying, What is man that you think of him, or the son of man that you care for him? You made him a little lower than the angels. You crowned him with glory and honor. You have put all these things in subjection under his feet. For in that he subjected all things to him, he left nothing that is not subject to him. But now we do not see all things subjected to him yet, but we see him who has been made a little lower than the angels, Yeshua, because of the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor, so that by the grace of God he should taste of death for everyone. For it became him, for whom are all things, and through whom are all things, in bringing many children to glory, to make the author of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified are all from one, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brothers, saying, I will declare your name to my brothers, among the congregation I will sing your praise. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children to whom God has given me. Since then the children have shared in flesh and blood. He also himself in the same way partook of the same, that through death he might bring to nothing him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and might deliver all of them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For most certainly he does not give help to angels, but he gives help to the offspring of Abraham. Therefore he was obligated in all things to be made like his brothers, that he might become a merciful and faithful Kohen Gadol, in things pertaining to God, to make atonement for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is also to help those who are tempted. That was Hebrews chapter 2. And if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read John chapter 18 today. And before we finish today, I would like to make a little announcement. And as you know, you're listening to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, right? And the Bible reading divisions and scriptures that we are reading each day, um, they are found in this Messianic one-year Bible reading journal called Daily Bread. And many years ago, my husband developed that one with the different scriptures, divisions, and the readings for each day, and which changes every year because we follow the Hebrew calendar. And after that, our son John has added uh, important information. He has designed it and produced it. And he has had a burden for some years to continue and, and, and add on to this Daily Bread journal a Daily Bread for Children or Daily Bread for Kids with 
special readings for them. And um, this year, we're happy to announce that it is now at the printers and will be ready soon. It's beautiful covers. It is one for girls, one for boys. And I have asked John to um, present it himself and tell you what is different from the adult journal and um, what is in there, what the purpose is, and so forth. And we are so excited. I cannot think of anything more important than to train our children to love and read the Word of God. Things might happen in their lives. Things, problems come and go. Emotions come and go. Um, but the Word of God is a steady, uh, steadfast rock to build your life on. And, and it's so important for them to learn the Word of God. So I will sign off and um, you can find right after this um, podcast, you can find a special one with John presenting the Kids Daily Bread starting now for this year cycle. And uh, I'll just encourage you all to get one for all of your children. One each. <laughs> so anyway, enough said. I bless you today. And I pray you have a wonderful day with the Lord and with His Word. For now, Shalom. Until next time.